Welcome to the Haunted Road Trip Show, where we bring you powerful conversations, insights, and exciting site investigations that reveal the paranormal world in a way you've never seen before. Hell, prepare to have your thirst for curiosity. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Haunted Road Trips Show podcast. I am your lovely host, Tracy St. Croix, and this is episode, I don't know. (laughs) I really don't know. I have no idea. But what I do know is that I have with me today somebody that I am absolutely thrilled to introduce y'all to, and I can't wait for you guys to get to know her a little bit better This is Medium Carrie Wilson, and she lives in the great state of Alabama. (laughs) And who doesn't like just saying that word, Alabama, right? She is an Alabaman-born psychic medium and cardiomancer. She says, try not to let the word cardiomancer scare you. It's really just an easier way of saying she reads cards by using several modalities, which we'll talk about. She began her journey in 2013 with a chance encounter with a spirit, which I hope we get to hear about that story. Although she doesn't remember feeling different or tuned in, all of her life her abilities did not come to fruition until the death of her two siblings. Okay, we've got, we've got some interesting stuff here. Growing up in Alabama, Carrie experienced a lot of fear-based teaching. As early as she can remember, she was told psychics and mediums were the devil's work. Little did she know that one day she'd be blessed with the gift of spirit communication and psychic abilities. And here she is with us, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, Carrie. Hey, hey. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. I know. I wish I had one of those, like, clapping machines. Clap that we could, nah. Yes, and you guys, she is, I met her on TikTok, so if you guys aren't on TikTok, get on TikTok, because up, 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 we're losing her, that's all right. Sometimes we get a little Wi-Fi ickiness here, but that's okay, folks, just hang in with us while we hang in. Carrie, tell us, tell us about, about, um... How it was growing up hearing that same message? Uh, well, I mean, at the time, to be honest with you, I just, uh, I guess I kind of took it on as truth in a roundabout way, uh, in a roundabout way, meaning uh, we have a town psychic here, so you, you know, we would drive by or whatever, and my dad would make his comments or whatever, and it was just like, oh, okay, noted kind of thing. Um, but I was always curious, you know, uh, six, seven years old, playing with the Ouija board and, you know, doing doing all the all the things I wasn't supposed to, you know, because that's kind of what I do. But, uh, but yeah, you just kind of, it, it's almost like that passing thought that you keep in the back of your mind while you're also uh, finding yourself and exploring and doing, you know, so-called wrong, you know. Um, but yeah, that was that's pretty much how it went, you know. I can relate to a lot of that, like hearing, you know, really misinformed messages about about metaphysics, but yet being so pulled and so curious about things. Yeah, yeah. and it, um, it was it, it's, it was really kind of challenging uh, growing up because you know you're actively being told this is evil and and all that, um, while also experiencing, um, like I could look at things and sort of like see spirit faces, um, and I would have really uh, strange dreams or see things, and that has led to like this point in my life being like, well, shit, did I was I seeing like dead people this whole time and thinking they were real kind of thing, you know? Um, so it, yeah, you really sort of. To me, it's fascinating how later in life you look back on all these things that you were experiencing and you really don't, you really don't know. You just know that it was happening. And, um, and in the moment, 
you didn't realize you were having any kind of psychic experience or anything. I remember my earliest sort of psychic experience was I was like four years old. Back in the day, you know, there wasn't a, <clears throat> there wasn't a big deal about leaving your kid in the car or whatever. And my mom <laughs> had left me in the car and took the keys with her to run in and buy a pack of cigarettes and run out. Little, you know, little town store or whatever. And I remember she got in the car and I told her, I said, Mama, when you turn on the radio, don't worry, be happy it's going to be on. And she just looked at me and kind of like laughed it off. And sure as shit, when she cranked the car and turned the radio on, don't worry, be happy was on. And I remember the look of like, what the fuck just happened right now on her face. And I'm just like, mm, I told you, I told you, know, because I was four or five years old. And it was just like, this is the truth, the way in the light, you know. I knew I was going to be right. So it was just fascinating little stuff like that. Wow. I have a similar story, too. I remember my father, he was a detective, and he was stumbling around trying to tell us that our great grandmother had passed. And I was like four years old, and I was sitting there. I was like, I know she went to heaven. She just came and told me, now, can we go to McDonald's, please? <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, his dad was like, what? Yeah, exactly. I, both of our parents were, you know, just befuddled at like, wait a minute, what, you know, how is that going on here? Yeah. And so you just kind of, kind of just took note of these things as you grew up, huh? Yeah, yeah. The ones that you can, uh, the ones that I can remember, because I had a very um, up and down sort of household. My, my dad was uh, an alcoholic and an abuser and you know my mom um she she tried to do the best of her ability hold on you cut out now your volume is kind of wonky can you check your volume carrie Okay, can you give me a test, test, one, two, three? You can't hear me. There we go. I was about to say, what in the world happened? Okay, yes. Um... Something, I, I think it's with your Wi-Fi that it keeps dropping and then picking back up. Oh, okay. It could be. But you were saying how you, your father was an alcoholic and your mother did the best that she could. Yeah, um, he was an alcoholic and, you know, very abusive and, uh, you know, mom done the, the best she could, but eventually she turned to substances too, so... That made, you know, <clears throat> it was me and two other siblings. I'm the middle kid, so uh, I very much, you know, turned to being mom and, you know, um, and in yeah, all I know that. know how that middle kid role goes. Oh, yes. So, it, you know, in all that, you kind of, some some experiences I think I've blocked out, if that makes sense. Um, and then other things I can remember just as clear as day, you know. Yeah, you know, that is really, really funny because when I, I, I mean, not just like intuitives and mediums, but a lot of people who had like chaotic childhoods, mm -hmm. I can only remember bits and pieces. Yeah. And I'm always amazed at people who can be like, I was four and a half years old. I was wearing this outfit and this, and I'm like, all these amazing details. And I'm like, yeah, no, I got nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I can. And I've, uh. I've I been, can tell you how I felt, but I cannot tell you what was on the stove cooking. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I guess it's just part of that whole childhood amnesia that, that happens, you know. It really didn't. It's, it's mostly survival skills mm. um, for us. Because most of the time, people who get into some kind of paranormal, mm. whether it's psychic or medium or investigating or things like that, are oftentimes, if they're, if they're worth their salt as a psychic yeah. medium... I will say that if yeah. they're worth their weight in salt, um, they learned in childhood 
how to develop a lot of their psychic abilities. They learned how, you know, how to judge the mood by how somebody was opening the garage door yeah. or the footsteps or the turn of a doorknob or a breathing or an eating. Like we learned how to be hyper aware of the people in our environment and our environment very, yeah. very quickly. And that unfortunately turning over our power and helping to regulate other people's emotions at the detriment of our wants, needs and, and desires. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A lot of the time. So tell me about this. Tell me how, how, how did it feel when you first picked up that tarot deck? Uh, it was confusing. That's just the, the honest answer of it. Um, at the time, uh, my mom was going on a trip to, uh, to Boston. And I told her that was the only thing I, I wanted. And I'm still very, very in my uh, Southern Baptist you know, way of thinking. And so I have no clue what made me, you know, hey, I want a tarot deck. But, um, you know, it was just, it was kind of like a dog with a bone. Um, it was confusing and, and everything, but once I started on it, it was like, there's, there's sort of no stop. And I wanted to know everything. You wanted to know everything about that tarot, huh? Yeah, absolutely. I used to sit in the morning with my coffee and my notebook and I would write the, like the majors out in order and, you know, just all kinds of things like that. <clears throat> That's interesting on there. So when you, did you get training before you started to read for the public or did you just yeah. kind of like, I'm just no, going to uh, I had extensive training. Um, I studied with, uh, it first started out with this little Scottish lady uh, named Mary who took me under her, under her wing in like a, it was a Facebook group. Um, at the time, it was run by Lillian Suarez and Nellie Duran and uh, a couple couple other, Kim Griffin, a couple other mediums. And um, I joined the group, and she's like, hey, I want you to stay on. I think you're gifted. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know. And so I started training with her, and then she sent me to the SMUI, the Spiritual Nationalist uh, Union International, which I always get that confused, whatever. And then I studied with Margaret Challenger and uh, Helen DeVita and... Um, I love I, Helen. I, she's she is such a sweet lady. Um, and then I've done speaking and demonstrating uh, one and two with Arthur Finley College, and so just, just did you go to Arthur like Finley? You went to it Arthur was, Finley too? I didn't. I didn't go. You know, um, but I've done the, the online courses and okay and all that. So yeah, uh, uh, we I, we would do our own circles through uh, Facebook with with. Uh, Mary and Kim and Nellie and all that and every single day we would have a two hour circle and I mean, I was in uh, I would do a circle every single day and participate and train and you know development circle every single day for uh, a year that I remember except for two weeks because I had the flu and bronchitis but other than that I was in it every every single day so but yeah I had um, extensive extensive training yes i am a big i'm a big proponent i did not i did not realize that you and i both come from the same training of the snui oh yeah i uh i don't remember if i had saw a video uh or something of yours uh, about it or but basically I, basically i had i had no and kim though she i always say that she's like my lifelong mentor because even if i have a hiccup now i go back to her but Kim Griffin was, uh, and I know you're familiar with her, Janet Nohavik. Oh, was that's her my student. girl. She was, she was her student heart. at the Journey Within. So yeah, I, uh, yeah. I mean, for those of you out here who are kind of like, "Huh, what are they talking about? What are all these these initials?" SNUI stands for Spiritualist National Union International. SNUI. So me and Carrie studied and developed our mediumship and our intuitive abilities through the spiritualist church, which do your history on this folks. I mean, spiritualist church has been around for quite some time and they're the ones who, who 
it is actually a religion. And a part of their religious belief is the continuation of life after physical death. And that we can communicate and commune with our loved ones that are in spirit, as well as tune into, into you know, the intuitive, uh, you know, information, however you want to, to put that. And they are darn good at it. Absolutely. They are darn good. So anytime I hear anybody who's really taking their time with the SNUI, my hat is off to them. And especially with Janet Nohavik, I studied with her. And she, if you guys, she, she recently passed, but there's a lot of good material. If you guys want to investigate her work out there, her church still remains, go out there and seek it guys. Um, because there's nothing like, you know, uh, being proud to be a highly developed, uh-oh. Yes, there's nothing like training being with a highly developed psychic medium who um, is really profound at their craft. And I'll tell you this just from personal experience. Once you go to a really trained, well-developed psychic medium, you will not want to go to anybody else again. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, I, I completely agree. Completely agree. Because <laughs> you learn all kinds of uh, all kinds of different things that aren't. You know, uh, there, there's there's beauty in being a natural medium, medium and having that natural evidential ability. Um, but learning tact and and just all of it that comes comes along with with actually training and studying and practicing uh, is really really beneficial for sure. Is extremely beneficial, you guys, and it's ultimately really really helpful. So. For those of you, even if you never get a reading with me or with Carrie, you know, if you're looking for an intuitive medium, please know that you can always ask them, where did, how did you develop? Where did you get your training from? Who did you take classes from? Yeah. You have every right to know that. Just like you want to know where your doctor went to school, you can know where, where your intuitive got their training from exactly. and make, make your own judgments from there. On that, so I get the I get the suspicion you fell in love with Tarot, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then your siblings passed on. Is the, that correct? Uh, they were they were already passed. Um, okay. My uh, my little brother passed away in two thousand six in a car accident. Um, like twelve months of the day, my sister had a car wreck and it paralyzed my niece. Um, and then. 22 months the day of my brother passing, my sister, my sister passed away in her, in her sleep. So, oh goodness. Yeah, just wham, bam, every, you know, everything kind of, kind the of same, all at once. The same sister who got in the car accident passed mm -hmm. away? Oh my God. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was a lot all at, all at once. My, so do you feel that was a catalyst for you to study your abilities or open up more? Oh, I, absolutely. Absolutely. Because, um, what happened was, um, I, even growing up, I was always fascinated with, uh, with mediums. Like me and my sister used to watch Sylvia Brown or Monte Williams, all these, all these shows. Right. And she would always tell me, uh, when, you know, when she died that she would make sure she could get to me kind of thing. And it's like, okay, okay. You know, and uh, so when she passed away, even in my very still Southern Baptist thinking and even messing with tarot already, um, I decided, well, I'm going to find me a medium and get me a reading. And if it's a seeing, God's going to forgive me anyway. And I found a medium and got a reading and there was shit that there's no way that she could know. And then that's when Mary stepped in and was like, hey, I want you to stay in this group. And I want you to look at these pictures and write down whatever it is you see. And from there, Tracy, it's the weirdest thing. But from there, I started seeing, which we know it's not weird now. But in the moment, I would see like neon signs flying at me, like alcoholic or two kids or just 
it was it was the strangest thing and I would just type out what I was getting then it would turn out to be it would turn out to be right you know and so um then from there I remember uh, I was watching Long Island Medium and you know of course I was overwhelmed and crying and and I was just like uh man I wish I could do that to to help people and uh it wasn't long after that, you know, we was off of the races. Mary took me under her wing and, and um, just, uh, just all, she introduced me to SMUI and, and then I was sort of just, just off to the races and it become, it became, it became something that I needed just as sure as I was breathing. I had to know all the whys and hows and, you know, uh, the mechanics of mediumship. You know, so that way I didn't feel crazy as shit, you know, so it was really cool. <clears throat> yeah, because before you get before you get a really good develop, you know, development class and things like that, you can feel like you're absolutely going bonkers. In oh, your yeah, definitely. <laughs> I definitely. Mean, that was my experience. Like, mm -hmm. I really thought I was like, wow, you scrambled your head, girl. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. You're, you know, like I kept having flashbacks of those. Remember, okay, I'm dating myself, but like back in the 80s and the 90s, they used to have these PSA commercials where it was like, "This is your brain," and then this they would try on drugs, and they would put a fried egg in there, and this is your brain on drugs. Mm -hmm. Any questions? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I thought, oh god. Oh God! <laughs> I'm losing I, it. I'm absolutely losing I'm it. I'm losing it. My 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 brain's a fried egg. Oh, you know, yeah. but it was really you know more of those those blessings in disguises that we we didn't even really know about. Um, I can relate to once you know it was pointed out to me like, no, you're a medium and you need development. Like I was off to the races. Like. Yeah. I wanted to read everything. I wanted to listen to everything. I wanted, you know, like I wanted to help people out so bad with my abilities, but I knew that I didn't want to step in doo-doo right. yeah. before I was trained enough to do it as well on there. Because microwave mediumship does not work out. <laughs> it does not work out well at all. No, I, I mean, I, I get it though, because, uh, when we first started doing circles, it was all through like Facebook chat kind of thing. So I actually learned, you know, to type readings up. And then SNUI, it was through the microphone. But then we started doing uh, circles over Skype and classes over Skype. And I would be the only person in the class, like, you never seen my head because I was just constantly writing, you know, all the information that, uh, that was being given that, you know, Kim was talking about, this is, you know, uh, how spirit downloads information to your imagination and that, you know, just, just absorbing everything I could. And, um, I would tell them, I'd be like, I know y'all are getting tired of my shit because I would be like, well, why does it work that way? Well, how is it that, you know, because it was always question, 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 oh. you know, but I was just so, uh, so passionate about it. So, yeah. I was oh yeah I can I can relate to that too. I just wanted to really get the best information. And what I really learned and I teach my students is you might want, you know, like sometimes TV mediums set us up for failure. Oh, and absolutely. what I mean by that is they have these you know dramatic you know, focal points and things like that. And, and they're sitting with them for an hour and you're only seeing five minutes of the whole darn right. thing. Right. Um, and of course it's TV, you know, if it was boring, nobody would watch it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but I always tell my students, like you might get a couple of those like banger, like 100%, but don't set yourself up that you need to have this, you know, huge dramatic thing every single reading or yeah. every single detail that needs to come through. Yeah. You know, like as long as you're you're hitting that 90% above, 80, 90% above information yeah. and the person is understanding it, go with it. Yeah. Because uh, you're just setting yourself up uh, kind of for, fa for failure. And I, um, 
you get so engrossed in what's happening on the shows too that uh, people aren't just they're not just walk you know you don't just walk up to them and and start bringing their loved one through you have to sign a waiver and okay. uh, and everything else to even be on camera so that's yeah. what I tell people all the time I'm like I I talk to a lot of my students about that I I oftentimes ask them I ask them one question who knows what a media release is mm -hmm. and some of them do some of them don't you know some yeah. people do and then I talk to them I'm like look these shows don't you don't you're not putting up thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for a production to walk in somewhere for somebody to go, yeah, no, I'm not signing that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, companies are not built to waste money. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so, you know, they, I tell people, they might not know exactly who they're going to read, but people are aware that they could be read in there. Yeah, yeah. Then everybody yeah. signs something, that's for sure. Yeah, oh yeah, you gotta sign something because they ain't leaving, you know, those producers are not letting you, uh, you no. They're not yeah. wasting time or money on 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 any of that, folks, on there. And I can, I can tell you that from, you know, filming my own season one of on-site investigations of the Haunted Road Trip show. Like, I, I won't even show up anywhere until I have those forms in my email before I even think about driving anywhere. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. On that. So have you ever done on-site paranormal investigations? Not no, yet? I have. I've been asked, um, you know, the closest thing uh, that I've ever done is like here recently. I went to St. Augustine with a friend and she was like, see what Wait you minute, can the get. Uh, yeah. And I didn't know, I didn't know shit about the lighthouse other than it was a lighthouse. And, uh, you know, uh, I walked up on the thing to go to to go in the gift shop, and I was like, I don't know what's going on, but I know there's a woman there, and she's she's sad, you know. And um, my friend was just like, Oh, I've got chills all over me, and then that ended up with you know me bringing more information through when we got in, kind of like the uh, we stepped to the side of the area because I didn't want to go in and get because I knew it was a gift shop that there'd be all kinds of information, so. I just sort of started like talking, you know, da da da, and, and then uh, her researching afterwards, and it was just like, I don't know, it was it was very unusual. But that's the first time I've ever done, uh, I've ever done anything like that. Wow, I'm jealous. I've wanted, yeah. I've wanted to visit that lighthouse for quite some time. Well, it was fascinating because as soon as we got into St. Augustine, I could see it, and I was like, I've I've got to go because I could feel. I could feel that pull of energy to it. I was like, I have no clue why I'm supposed to go there, but I'm, I'm supposed to go there. And so I think it was like our third day there. We, we ended up there and it was just a, it was just a very beautiful experience. We ended up parked in the parking lot, both of us crying, <laughs> crying, you know, just overwhelmed with, uh, with emotion and, and just feeling honored, you know? Yeah, so. it is. And I, I like that you hit on that point because, you know, I, you know, a lot of us feel very honored that spirit would pick us to talk to. Oh, yeah. For, for spirit to be, for them to trust us to be a voice for them to their loved ones or to whoever it may be. Yeah. You know, to me, that that's a great honor. And I really, you know, and that goes into ethics and integrity that I, that I teach a lot. Like, this is, you know, this is not playtime with people's emotions. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, I don't know. It may it may not seem silly to you, but it may seem silly to, to the listeners. I don't know. But um, I know I, I find myself asking why me a lot, you know, and uh, finally somebody one day just looked at me and said, well, Carrie, why not you? And it's like, oh, well, I mean, now that you put it that way, I guess, you know, but um, it is very. um when mediumship found me or I found mediumship or however you want to put it, uh, you know, when my, when my siblings passed away, I felt very much forgotten about, like I had been let down, like, um, you know, like, like the God I believed in had forgotten about me. Um, and so when, when mediumship come around, it was very much this feeling of like, Oh, 
I've, I've been remembered kind of thing. And so that's my purpose in, in what I do and what I try to walk, walk with. Number one, I try to walk in love, but I also try to look at things as, uh, I don't want spirits, loved ones to ever feel for a moment that they are alone the way I felt alone. Yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, and that's powerful stuff. I, I, you know, I, I hammer it in on my, on my students that like, you know, we truly don't know how a session with us can affect somebody's life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we don't know that, that they, you know, could be on the brink of making some really bad decisions. Mm -hmm. And because they came to a good qualified medium and got some kind of, something whatever that they were needing that they chose to take a different path yeah absolutely. Um, because if you have in janet no havoc's book i forget the title of it i think it's called like between two worlds or As where two, two worlds meet yeah where two worlds meet she talks about um a woman who who came for a reading and at the very end of the reading janet said and I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember the whole story away, but it was like, did, you know, there's also some children here I want to mm -hmm. talk to you about. And she brought through the woman's children who had, if I, if I remember correctly, they had died in a car accident or died very tragically. And the mm -hmm. message was just very moving to this lady to the point where the lady told Janet at the end, like, had I not heard from my children or heard about them, the, this message that I'd planned to go and do some self-harm. Yeah. 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 And that's a, uh, that's a lot of responsibility uh, to have. And to me, it also goes back around to that's why it is so important to have some kind of foundation training development um, in psychic mediumship it, because mediumship, yes, it's very important um, it, it's, to me, it's my bread and butter. Um, but psychic, psychic reading, psychic stuff is just as equally important because, um, a lot of people may not realize how much power we actually have as a psychic. I mean, you have people coming to you asking you, where do I go from now in life? And, you know, you, I don't know, fucking tell them to be a horse racer, you know, when that's not... Anything, you know, that ain't anything in their cards kind of thing, you know, and, and you've screwed their whole life up because they decided to listen to you, you know, so it's, it's, um, what would you say, final. Carrie, um, what would you say are some red flags? Like if somebody's looking for an intuitive or a medium to work with, what are some big red flags about training or phrases they might say? Oh Lord. Oh, um. I don't even know if this is going to answer your question properly, but number one, uh, if they ask you a bunch of questions right off. Now, in saying that, there are clarifier questions. I'm not a mind reader. I've been looking for my crystal ball for 39 damn years now. It still ain't showed up, right? So there's there's certain questions that, yes, we may ask or whatever, but if if someone is kind of like leading you in a way to give them information, feeding the medium, as we call it, um, those are red flags. If, if you, and I know that there are different belief systems and it is no disrespect to any of the belief systems out there. But if right off the bat you are hit with, oh, you have an attachment and I need, you know, two teeth and three hairs and a thousand dollars and a chicken foot, red flag. Red <laughs> fucking flag. You know? And don't forget, I need you to come back in two weeks so I can remove yeah. it again. Right. I or I lost right. the... Or I lost the ingredients, or oh, it didn't take, or so those uh, those are little red flags. <laughs> if um, family if someone, discount, if you bring more people, <laughs> right? Yeah, for me personally, because I mean, I get readings too. A red flag is if uh, if there's not uh, a bio from them. Listen to your energy. You have that that innate intuition that we're born with. Go with who you're pulled to. Um, but also just be very, 
be very mindful and aware of people's development. If someone has only been developing for a year, I don't give a shit if they're Beto the Beethoven of mediumship. A year is not enough time to develop your skills, your tax, your all these different experiences that you need to have to grow in order to be a wonderful medium. So yeah. how many years have you been doing this? Uh, two years and three weeks. Uh, well, maybe, you know, I'm not going to pay you $200 for 30 minutes, you know. Yeah, no freaking way, dude. Yeah, so... I would, yeah, those are some, some huge red flags, guys. And, and one to add on to it, if somebody tells you that they're solely self-taught, yeah. run. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. and this depends on the family that they were raised in, but for the most part, if they say something around, well, it's in my lineage, run. Oh, here's, oh, oh why are you saying that? Because I tell clients this. If you go to someone and they t someone and they tell you with 100% certainty that they are 100% accurate or that they can 100% bring through who the fuck you want to talk to, run. They're just trying to take your money. That is not the way this shit works. It will never work that way. That is not it. That, <laughs> no, they're just trying to take your money. See, I get I get heated when it <laughs> when it comes to shit like this and I can't help it, but it's just um, and I know you probably experienced this too. We do sort of like so much uh, un uh, undamage. I guess that's what it's called. You know, people do damage, and then then you have to fix it. And it just—it's not that it gets old. It, it's my purpose, but it's like if you would have done the shit the right way to begin with, maybe we would not be here. Kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. Alexa, stop. Alexa's acting up again. Yes. Yeah, so guys, be, you know, I always like to say, be educated. Like just because some, and, and this doesn't just go for psychic mediums. Okay. This goes for your bosses, your doctors, everybody, just because you're on one side of the table and they're on the other does not mean that there's a power dominance there. You still need to be aware and on your toes. Well, it would be like, I don't know. Uh, let's say go, I'm going to go have half my fucking colon removed for a doctor who's only been doing surgery for six months to a year. I, I don't know. I'm not comfortable with that. You're not going to remove, remove my shit when you, no baby. Uh-uh. No sugar. Uh-uh. I'm not playing around with my insides. No, nope. no. <laughs> you ain't putting your hands on me. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. We're going to find somebody else. That's what we're going to do. Because it ain't going to be today. <laughs> Satan ain't gonna get me today, no sir. <laughs> no, no ma'am. Mm -mm. No ma'am. Yeah. So I mean there can you know, you guys follow follow mediums like Carrie on uh, specifically on TikTok, guys, find her and you know, get get more educated, get more familiar with the psychics and the mediums that are, you know, above board and that really are working in, in integrity. And we love, you know, we love what we do. Yeah. I mean, I can honestly say, like, I, I am, I, I am befuddled and shocked most days that I get to do this. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what? How did I end up here? But okay, exactly. you know, not so bad of a gig from you know the lot I started with. Yeah, exactly. exactly. On there, and we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to get together and do some paranormal investigation of of something that's. Some I'm point. down, absolutely. Yeah, I think that. I think that would be an absolutely fabulous and fun idea to be able to do. Okay, so you want to do something a little bit. Let's switch gears and um, have a bit of fun, shall we? All right. And maybe you can pull some tarot cards when, when we do this, I'm thinking. Okay. I'm just kind All of right. like feeling. So grab your buddy. I'm about to say my light's going to go off. I got one of them 1860 touch lamps. It's not 1860, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the old ones. We'll say that. It is. It's definitely one of the old ones. And I'll get my cards out too. I was wondering why I had them by me, but Spirit told me, you know, before I got on this reading, get, you know, get your cards nearby you. Uh, get your we're going to need together. that. Tracy, get your shit together. <laughs> That's right. Get your shit together, little girl. Oh my God. Um, 
And we are going to play a game, okay? And I am going to do some new things. I'm going to share screen. Okay. So I want to play a game with you called Book It or Book It, Girl. Okay? Okay. So the premise is, is are we going to stay here overnight or are we getting the hell out? I got you. Okay. All right. And for everybody who is listening, I'm on this Instagram account that I'm absolutely obsessed with called Cheap Old Houses. Yes, we know some of them aren't exactly cheap. <laughs> it's the branding. Go with it. Okay. This time we are taking a trip to, I'm going to butcher this, Corrèze, France. The listing says, are you kidding me? Listed for $755,000, a 15th century castle. In need of restoration, it's hamlet of outbuildings and it's panoramic ground. At first glance, the castle stands out as an emblematic work of its time whose quality has been remarkably preserved. That's a, that's a mouthful of a sentence. Right. Medieval edifice stands proudly at the center of a largely lawned plateau, below which vast meadows stretch out to a great valley to the east. The panoramic views are beyond. I am not going... Oh, wow, that is a super long list. That's it a lot of shit so to read right there. Yeah, that is a lot of shit to read. Okay, you guys can go on there. It's pretty easy going to be able to find. So what we're going to do is we're going to look, we're, we're going to spy through the photos, and we're going to pull some cards about it. Uh, okay, I'm liking this. I don't know. It kind of seems like... I keep There's seeing definitely some energy pressure there, ain't there? Yeah, it, it really feels like, I don't know if this was a gateway up and down to the master bedroom or something, but I keep seeing um, women in different time periods. I swear I was about to say, I just, there's, a, there's something significant about a woman there, for sure. For sure, and she is still here, y'all, on there. Oh, yes, this is going to be a turn of luck for whoever is able to buy it, because here... Whoever bought this, I, I get the Wheel of Fortune, must have felt lucky. Must have felt very fortunate to be able to get this house. Now that is a ballroom. Something about this here says, if you stick in here long enough, I will talk to you. This is a man cave right here to me. It reminds me of the, the part in The Shining where Jack Nicholson like, goes to the bar every time. That's what that reminds me of. Ah. And like, so you, then you can see the people dancing in the in the movie and stuff. So, that's what, that's what the very first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. This must have been a very large meeting place. Oh, look at that on the ceiling. They even have the dragon quests or, or crests. Mm on there. I think it's the ceiling. I could be wrong. I've never seen a lock like that, so I don't know what that is. Somebody maybe who's watching the show can put in the comments. But that looks kind of like you're not going anywhere unless I want you to go somewhere yeah. in this house. I keep this shuffling is... and pulling uh, court cards. So there must be some kind of connection to royalty or something. Oh, I am, I am That's not. That's my third queen. Huh, you know what? And I just pulled I just pulled Nine of Pentacles, Lady of Luxuries, live there, yeah. of course. Yeah. People with money and stature, of course, in a mm. castle. Wow. That's beautiful. I don't know what this room was, but it feels like some really huge decisions were made in here at some point. Like it almost feels like a meeting room or or some kind of like war room type thing. Where yeah. big decisions about countries and wars and land were made. It's weird because as soon as the picture comes, I heard like uh, kids laughing. So wow. I wonder if, if people hear children children laughing or like a replacement or whatever of their of kids laughing this another room with another ball look at that tile work 
That's very beautiful. That is genuine. They got the LaFleur everywhere. Okay, we got some birds. All right, bird wallpaper. Hey. <gasps> what do we have here? Sweet baby Jesus, what are you? This looks like a, a, a woman's dressing room or some kind of like private pavilion or something. Listen, you don't want to know the first, the first thing that came to my mind was like that. I mean, I can't even see it good, but it was like that. That reminds me of like a hanky panky room. Or <laughs> yes, that's what I was kind of, I was like, <laughs> this is like a woman's place where things happened. Mm-hmm. And we'll get down with a get down. Yeah, it does. It looks like the bound cheeky bound bound one <laughs> of those rooms on there. Let me see. And then we have oh. a yeah, a photo looking outward. I believe that's from the same room. Wow. So, so Carrie. Yes, ma'am. Are we booking it? Oh, I'd absolutely book it. I would absolutely book it. I do think I, there's some stagnant energy in there, but I mean, it's old. That's that's with all old places, but I don't get a feeling of like a foreboding or, or um, shit, I don't know how to say it. Like, a, you know how you go to a place, there's like a lot of collective like negative energy there from where bad shit has happened over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like that to me. It feels very tranquil in a way. I'd that, book the hell out of it. <laughs> I would, yeah, exactly. I would I would book the hell out of this on here. There we go. Oh, I can do it like this. I'm pushing buttons and finding new things, everybody. There you go. There you go. Because I pulled some cards and I said, what does this house need from us or from anybody who might see this listing? Look, I've got three of cups in protection, which talks about old, you know, they want some good times. They want some yeah. good vibes. They want some parties in here, right? Death and protection says literally it's time to bring it back to life. Let the old go and bring some new in and talk about new because we end up at the page of wands. So somebody comes in there with a big vision, with a big creative vision. And plus that orange room and all this orange energy on him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I'm loving it. Let's do you wanna do another one? Sure, we we can. I'm just I I know you're recording. I'm throwing it out there though. My phone's about to die, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> oh, God. All right. I know. Let's see if we can get one more in here and then we'll we'll see about about this. Let me see and share this tab instead. Oh. Can you see that? I can. I can. All right. Let me see if it'll let me. Oh, it won't let me do that while I'm sharing. It won't let me flip the listing pages. Ah, okay. So, I don't know that one as much. This is Louisiana, Missouri. Uh, yeah, I don't enjoy that one as much. I did. I was like, uh, I'm going to pick this one. It looks like it could have been a really nasty old frat house at one time. Yeah. Um, it also looks like it could have been office buildings and, and like apartments at one time as well. But it's whoever wants it, 5,000 square feet, um, this home was built in 1861. I, don't, I they say this charm still exists, but I have yet to see it. Um, and we're just looking from from the outside. So let's go in, Carrie. As much it's as they'll let us. energy in. to me. Ooh. That's why I think like some kind of I don't know. No, no, I would not book it. Nope. <laughs> This stairway just creeps me out. Like, all I keep seeing in my mind is somebody repeatedly falling. And I mean a bad fall. Yeah. Or their ass was pushed down there. I mean, you know. It, yeah, I, know. I just I keep seeing a gentleman. That's why I feel like this has, like, that frat house type of energy to it. That uncontrolled, chaotic mess here. And it looks like somebody is trying to remodel it. 
Yeah. Oh, God almighty, what in the, what? No, no. 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 <laughs> no. Oh, girl, you're going to need more fillers and Botox to fix this shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, and I feel like there's something I like about the, the, garden. the land, too. Yeah, I mean, the garden is pretty, but I, uh, mm, I'm going to say uh, I'm not staying there at all. Yeah, no. At all. Um, no. I am. No, somebody needs to go in there and really put some intentionality about what they want to do with that place there. Um, I just feel almost like it's just got a lot of chaotic, like either, like I can see like two vortexes in my mind. So it might have, somebody might have created like a chaos vortex in there at one time and they're gone, but it's still there. And well, what I is that? I don't know. I don't know as much as if I'm picking up about the house or if it's the land. I think something bad happened on the land. I feel like it's connected. And I know it's the South and, and all that good shit. But um, to me, it feels like it's it's connected to slavery or something like that. As have, I just keep seeing a, uh, a black man um, connect. I don't, think, I don't think good stuff happened on the actual land. Since what I'm saying. No, I can believe it, because this house, I, I pulled cards about it, and basically the cards are saying there's a lot of immature people who have been in this low emotional IQ, people who weren't paying attention to their intuition, and definitely didn't honor this land at all. Yeah. I would not I stay got, there because uh, it would fear nightmares. You got what? I got the Ten of Swords. That would, that oh. would definitely be, that's a no to me. No, that would be a no. That would be let somebody else clean up that mess, uh, please, and thank yeah. you um, on that time. Well, Carrie, <laughs> thank you. Hold on after I end the episode, but thank you so much, Carrie, for joining us on here for this episode. I have absolutely loved it, and I'm thrilled. I hope to have you back in, in multiple different capacities. Absolutely, and thank you for having me. Absolutely. Oh, and you guys, um, Carrie has a little special offer. Find oh, her yeah. on TikTok. At medium, medium Carrie Wilson on TikTok. Mm -hmm. She's almost to a thousand, and she needs a thousand people so that she can go live. And so, if you are one of the next fifty people who follow her, she is going to pull a free card for you when you go, when she goes live, she's going to figure out how Absolutely. to do that, but go and find her the, um, you know, the link will be in my bio Our link will be in the show notes bio as well as, as everywhere to go and find this amazing medium, Miss Carrie Wilson. Thank you so much for joining us and we look forward to next time. Thank you so much. Lighter right. shugs. <laughs>